If you are still trying to become a part of the short-term rental hosting community, you should fully understand how important cleanliness is to your overall success. Within Airbnb, anytime I've done research on what appears to be the perfect property, but then I notice it has a star rating lower than 4.5, I also notice that what consistently brings the rating down is issues around cleanliness. Welcome to another episode of the Superstar Superhost Podcast. I'm your host, Lola, co-owner of Lux House and Home and a five-star superhost with Airbnb. What's so important to understand is that people just don't care to stay at places that don't look clean, smell clean, or feel clean. Check out previous podcast episodes about what deems a property as clean, especially during these COVID times. But for this episode, I want to focus on discussing best practices and products for tackling the trifecta of clean, smell, look, and overall feel. Let's get into it. First, we'll attack odors. Most people think of odors as bad, but even some of the good ones need to be neutralized. For example, if a previous guest wore a wonderful smelling perfume that is now prevalent throughout the home, It is actually a telltale sign that a person was there. Even though the perfume is pleasant to the nose, you don't want your next guest to have that vibe that they're coming in right after a guest left. It's off-putting, and it can make the new guest wonder if the house was ever really cleaned properly. You want your Airbnb to have no odor or, at the very most, a scent of fresh and clean. Not cologne or perfume or incense or, my least favorite, a deodorizer plug-in. The best way to clear out odors, bad or good, is to first open all the windows. Natural flowing air is essential to bringing the scent of freshness into a home. Next, you want to find the source of the odor. Using the perfume example, it highly likely is coming from the bed that the guest slept on. Obviously, you're going to strip the beds anyway and wash the sheets. But I'm aware that many hosts and hotels don't always wash the comforters. If the odor is coming from there, however, get that comforter into the machine ASAP. One product that I highly recommend to use after the beds are stripped is Febreze Fabric Spray in the Clean Linen Scent. Be liberal. It doesn't stain and it dries quickly. This spray should be used to neutralize odors and not to mask them. Attack the source of the odor first, then use the spray to bring things back to equilibrium. And let me insert here that I am only recommending the fabric spray, not the Febreze aerosol deodorizer, or any aerosol deodorizer for that matter. Those are only going to cover up odors for a short period of time, and worst of all, many of them are so heavy with chemicals that it can cause headaches for guests. Another way to attack odors is to freshen up the carpets or rugs. Many housekeepers overlook these areas, but think about all the guests' feet or shoes that have tracked all kinds of odors onto the floors. In this case, I suggest an odor-neutralizing carpet powder such as PL360, which is actually a powder for pet odors. Even if you don't accept pets, this powder is awesome. It's designed to neutralize the worst of pet odors, so it really works wonders for general carpet odors. You don't need much, but sprinkle it on the carpets or rugs and let it sit in for half an hour before vacuuming it up. Again, it won't introduce a new scent, but it will kill any other lingering scents. If you do allow pets in your short-term rental, then this is absolutely a product that should be included in your supplies. Now let's talk about non-carpeted floors such as hardwood, laminate, tile, etc. Look at this as a three-step process. You have to vacuum or sweep the floors first, then sanitize, then deodorize. 
Our housekeeper uses a Dyson vacuum designed for wood floors, and it works great, especially for all the hair that is inevitable with every reservation. It just sucks it right up. For sanitizing, invest in a floor cleaner solution that is made for your floor type, or make a solution of one part vinegar to three parts water. And don't worry, the vinegar smell will dissipate very fast, but it will also really help to clean the floors of any grime or stickiness. For deodorizing, and I just discovered this product and I'm in love with it, try the Method brand called Squirt and Mop. It's a solution in a lavender and sage scent, and oh my gosh, it's so refreshing and clean smelling. And it's super easy to use. Our housekeeper just squirts a little, then goes over it with a steam mop. And that's another product suggestion, a good steam mop. Swiffers tend to push dirt around and only gets the very surface of the floors, whereas I've noticed with the steam mop, it pushes hot steam within the crevices of the floor for that extra clean. We're gonna take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about the third part of cleanliness. At Lux House and Home, we use all sorts of products and decor to bring the best experience to our guests. Check out the show notes for links to what works for us. And if you have any suggestions, we'd love to hear about them. Shoot us an email and share the wealth. The last area of odor surfaces that you want to be aware of, but also gets overlooked a lot, is the drains of the kitchen sink. Occasionally, your housekeeper should pour a mixture of lemon juice, and you can just buy the bottled kind from the store. Do not waste fresh, delicious lemons on this. But lemon juice, vinegar, and water, pour that down the drains of the sink and leave it alone for about 10 minutes. This will naturally neutralize any food odors that may be stuck in the drain and thereby causing any odors throughout the house. Just these tips alone will go far in helping to neutralize the odors of a home in no time. As for smoke odors, that's a tougher one. If the odor is strong, you may need to call in professional reinforcements to fumigate. This will cost you a good bit of money and time, so try to get that back from the rule-violating guest via Airbnb. And adjust your house rules to be more clear about smoking in the home. It's best to avoid having someone smoke in the house rather than spend any money or time trying to get rid of that smell. It's an annoying and arduous process. All right, let's move on to the best practices for making your rental look clean. For this one, it really comes down to organization and removal of clutter. Basically, you're staging the home. Arrange pillows in a neat way, larger in the back, smaller in the front. Roll throw blankets in a neat fashion and store them accordingly. Fold your towels all the same way and neatly arrange them in the linen closet or on the bed or wherever you put them. Tuck the corners of the bed sheets to give a crisp look. Use a lint roller to remove stray hairs or lint or anything that can throw off the clean feeling. I don't need to spend much time on this. Just train your housekeeper to take a step back and check her work or his work. Does it look like a five-star hotel? If not, try again. And here's another tip that I even forget to do sometimes, but it's so important. Look up. I can't tell you how many times I've remembered to look up and saw cobwebs beginning to form in the obscure corner of a room, or I've noticed dust bunnies in the vents of the ceiling. These things can be noticed by a guest and can cost you a star. So make sure to look up, and you know what? Look down too. What I mean by this is check under the beds. We actually had one guest let us know that there were some random items under the master bed. Not a huge deal, but again, it gives the impression that the room was not thoroughly cleaned and it can make a guest start questioning things about the entire home. Another thing I've done by accident, but I'm glad it happened, is I've had to sit down sometimes in the homes, either in the bathroom or on the bed or on the couch, and you'd be surprised what you see at that eye level. 
This is how a guest would be sitting, so it's good to see what they would see. I've noticed missed hair strands under the door or beneath the counters, the kind of things that can go unnoticed if you're in a standing position. Just be aware of it. You never know. The last point of cleanliness is if the home feels clean. This is where the combination of clean smells and a clean look come together. When everything is in its place and glass surfaces are spotless, dust is virtually non-existent, decorative items are properly displayed, so no crooked pictures, please, plants are healthy and not droopy or dry, doors are free of stains or fingerprints, furniture placement is open and inviting, I could go on and on, but the point is, a guest should walk in and be wowed by the sense of this place is so nice and clean. On that note, I want to take a minute to quickly talk about the hassles that we host face in finding a quality housekeeper for our short-term rentals. I personally think that the main issue is that so many housekeepers do not understand the difference between Airbnb clean versus a regular residential house clean. And those differences are the key between five stars or less than five stars. It boils down to attentiveness to detail. With a residential clean, you can get away with not fluffing the pillows or tucking the corners of the bed sheets or even missing a stray hair or two. Not with an Airbnb. We have to be so very cautious of the trifecta of cleanliness that this podcast is about because the reviews so highly depend on it. It may be worth sitting down and creating a clear checklist for the housekeeper to review before he or she is finished with the job. If you're lucky enough to find a housekeeper that knows how to properly clean an Airbnb, then great. Hold on to them for dear life. If you haven't been this lucky, or if you have not yet launched your rental, then here's what I recommend. Hire someone who actually is not a cleaning person and train them to exclusively clean your short-term rental the way you need them to. Pay them the entire cleaning fee, more if necessary, show them the income potential, and have an agreement that they will clean only for you. The trick is that you have to keep this type of worker incentivized. They need to firmly understand that your ratings are critical to keeping the business going and cleanliness is very closely tied to that. If the ratings go down, bookings go down and they would have less work and make less money. Some hosts even offer a bonus for every five star on cleanliness that a guest leaves in their review. That's an awesome idea. The key is to first find the right person who has the right mindset about the gig and who can treat it like a real viable position within your real estate business. Once that happens, the housekeeper could even be empowered to train others under him or her and build an impressive cleaning crew. Either way, there is no way to avoid proper, regular cleaning of your short-term rental and still continue to get positive five-star reviews. Take it very seriously because trust me, Airbnb does and so do the guests. I suppose I should read a review now, one that specifically praises our level of cleanliness. I'll actually read two since they both point out the clean factor. The first one is from Folake and she writes, This home is absolutely beautiful. We really enjoyed our stay. It was very clean and we felt at home. Lola was a great host and I will definitely be booking again for future stays. Thanks Folake. The next review is from Kiana and she says, My first time having an Airbnb, and it was really nice and clean. The best so far. Well, thank you, Kiana. We do appreciate it. I am happy to share specifics and more detail about how I maintain Superstar Superhost status if you want. Shoot me an email found in the show notes, and I'll get it to you. In the meantime, please subscribe and share this podcast with everyone you know, and leave me a five-star review. Thank you for listening and for following the journey with Lux House and Home. Till next time.